you're looking for a happy place, you found it. This is the Live Happy Now podcast. Hello and greetings wherever you are in the world, however you may be listening. We are thrilled to have you as a part of our Live Happy Now family. I'm your host, J.R. Houston, for the podcast dedicated to bringing you closer to your peak happiness through powerful, positive psychology, relatable insights, and we'll have some fun along the way as well. We want to thank our partners, Live Happy Magazine. That's where we get our name after all. They've got issues in newsstands everywhere, Barnes & Noble, your local bookstore, wherever fine magazines are sold, you can find it there. You can also find our digital edition through the iTunes Store and through Google Play. We also want to thank our partner, Life Reimagined. Their website is lifereimagined.org slash happy. And they've got all kinds of resources for you there to help you reach that peak happiness. Because as you awaken to the power of happiness, so do your dreams. So what's next? Well, find out by going to lifereimagined.org slash happy. I'm getting a little ahead of myself here today, as you can tell, because I'm so excited to get into this conversation with Deepak Chopra and Dr. Rudy Tanzi. Deepak Chopra, of course, a pioneer of integrative medicine, the author of more than 80 books published in 43 languages. He's uh, had many New York Times bestsellers in both fiction and nonfiction. I'm sure you've heard of him. We've had him on this podcast before. Rudy Tanzi is an internationally acclaimed expert on Alzheimer's disease and was included in Time Magazine's Time 100 Most Influential People in the World. And in this episode of Live Happy Now, our COO, co-founder, and editorial director, Deborah Heiss, talked with Deepak and Rudolph on their latest book, Super Genes, Unlock the Astonishing Power of Your DNA for Optimum Health and Well-Being. I'd like to thank both of you for being on the show today and to talk to us about your wonderful new book, Super Genes. Um, just to give us a little bit of background on the book, can you tell us about how you came, you, you came to writing this particular book? Well, after writing... Superbrain and emphasizing the fact that, you know, your brain is really waiting for instructions from you, your neural networks, uh, how your, your nerve cells talk to each other is immediately dynamic and responsive to your lifestyle and, and the choices you make. So, in essence, you know, you're, you're, you're the user of your brain. Your brain isn't the user of you. And as we discussed this um, after Superbrain was written, there are true similarities in genetics and that you may inherit certain genes from your parents. And yes, that, that, that the sequence of the DNA of those genes is written in stone, but your lifestyle directly affects your gene activity. So just like with your lifestyle, you are shaping your neural network in your, in your neural networks and uh, your world, your brain brings you every day. You're also shaping your gene activity, which is directly influencing your health your well-being, because your genes are controlling everything in your body. So it's another level of influence you have based on how you live your life, the choices you make, and the experiences you expose yourself to. So you all come from uh, different backgrounds, but somewhat similar. Can you, can you tell me how um, Deepak and, and Rudy got together to write the book? I mean, what about your backgrounds brought you together to, to, to focus on this topic? Well, Rudy, Rudy is a geneticist. He's also a neuroscientist. So he's a neurogeneticist. Mm-hmm. My training originally was in endocrinology and neuroendocrinology, where I was looking at the relationship between uh, states of consciousness and biology. So, you know, for 50 years, people have known that stress which is the perception of 
physical or emotional threat causes uh, inflammation in the body, causes um, is a risk factor for heart disease. In fact, is now the risk factor for almost every disease, from autoimmune illnesses to various types of cancer to heart disease to inflammation. Uh, stress is doing something really bad for your body. I was more interested in uh, what the opposite of stress might do, like when you do have practices like meditation, yoga, breathing exercises, uh, or even just uh, coming back to the present moment, does that shift your biology? There was no way to actually document this when I was training other than measure hormones. But genetics is where all the action is because, you know, in order to produce a hormone, you need to activate a gene. In fact, mm -hmm. your brains are also created by your genes. So genes are the code of life. Memories. And, and uh, your memories are also in your genes. And, uh, your life experiences are in your genes. So, you know, this was a fortuitous meeting. Uh, Rudy and I met at a TED-MED conference, and we got to talking. We started to exchange emails, and that led to this collaboration. Your entire book and the entire concept in the book is about how we can impact those things, how we can change our genetic makeup. Um, could you speak a little bit to uh, our ability to change our genes? Well, we don't change our genes. We change the activity of our genes. Genes are what created your body in the first place. So only about 5% of disease-related gene mutations are penetrant. A mutation is like a variation in the gene, an error. You think of it as a spelling mistake in a word. So some of them are so bad that, you know, they lead to disease. The other gene mutations may put you at risk to disease, but now they're influenced by lifestyle factors, including sleep, meditation, stress management, movement, exercise. Now we're learning yoga and breathing, emotions, food, all these things affect your gene activity, your life experiences. And there are precise mechanisms through which this happens. Um, and that's the whole science of epigenetics. It's the proteins around the gene, the chemical tags, uh, something called microRNA, all these things are influenced by life experiences. And then there's a third component, which is called the microbiome, which outnumbers the human cells 10 to 1. In fact, uh, the genes that compose the microbiome, all the bacteria that uh, uh, you, uh, you actually, your body gets embedded with these bacteria after birth or during your transition from the birth canal into the world, uh, but this bacterial colony, which is part of our body, is also genetic information. So there's this interplay between the genome, the microbiome, the epigenome, which is uh, a result of life experiences, and your life experiences are based on your choices. So the more self-aware you are, the more control, or you might say more influence you have over your gene activity, given the fact that only 5% of gene mutations 
that are disease related are fully penetrant, we have immense power to not only prevent disease, now we are understanding reverse some illnesses, prolong life, and enjoy a healthy, joyful, energetic body uh, with a loving, compassionate heart and a restful, alert mind and lightness of being. So Rudy's background in biology, mind and biology, but my special interest in consciousness, I think was a perfect combination for us. Let me give a quick example from Alzheimer's disease, right? So if you take your DNA as 3 billion letters, the genome is made of 3 billion letters, A, T, C, and G. Mm -hmm. There are 3 million differences between you and me. And most of those differences don't matter, but you know, one of those differences could guarantee Alzheimer's at 60 years old. So the thing is that I discovered the first Alzheimer's gene mutations long, long ago that guaranteed the disease, but in the new genes we're finding, we find variations that just predispose you. And the idea is that how you live your life by changing the activity of networks of hundreds or thousands of genes at once can mitigate your risk. This is the rule for most age-related diseases, heart disease, diabetes, cancer, heart, you know, heart disease, Alzheimer's, that, that most genetic variation you can mitigate by how you live your life in genetic activity. So I, one of the pages I, I, I marked in your book kind of gives a, an idea for the average person of what uh, influencing your gene activity, focusing on your gene, gene activity can have on your life. And it basically, is, I'm going to read from your book, it, 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 improve, it can improve your mood level, staving off anxiety and depression, resist yearly colds and flu, return to normal sound sleep, gain more energy and resist chronic stress, be rid of persistent aches and pains, relieve your body of a wide range of discomforts, slow the aging process and potentially reverse it, normalize your metabolism, and decrease your risk of cancer. So I think almost everybody listening to this podcast, and I know all of our Live Happy readers, would love to know what steps do I take to begin this process? How do I begin to influence my genes. What are some things that I can do? Well, the first part of the book is all science. It lays out how genes work, the relationship between genetics, epigenetics, microbiome. The second part is about lifestyle. So in lifestyle, uh, we talk about meditation. We talk about restful sleep, mind-body coordination, exercise, emotions, relationships, toxins and how to eliminate them, and food. If I were to summarize all of that, the five pillars would be sleep, meditation and stress management, exercise and movement, possibly adding yoga and pranayama to that, and then emotions and, and uh, food. So we talk in great detail about those, and then at the, all the statements that you read are actually true. We've been looking at biological markers of aging, including telomerase levels. We've been looking at gene expression in our programs at the Chopra Center. We've been doing clinical studies of people who come for a week uh, to experience a reset of their biology. So in the last part of the book, then we go into specific diseases and what we know about the genetics and epigenetics of those diseases including heart disease, diabetes, obesity, cancer, autoimmune illnesses, depression. And what is interesting is what's good for your gene 
is also good for your epigenome and also good for your microbiome. And uh, the risk factors for common illnesses all involve inflammation as well. Well, you know, we, we often think about inflammation as something you can see around, around a wound, you know, the, red, the redness and, um, you know, it's the immune system trying to heal. But as we get older, there's something called chronic inflammation where in your brain and the rest of your body, there's a, there's a constant level of inflammation that's destroying tissue, slowly causing organ failure. Uh, we now know that the main causes of inflammation are at the genetic level and that by changing gene activity, you can stop inflammation. The question is, how do you live your life in a way that changes your gene activity so as to limit chronic inflammation? And why that's so important is that whether it's heart disease or Alzheimer's or diabetes, it's inflammation that in the end really sends you down that slippery slope and causes the severe symptoms. So the four things that, that, that address inflammation are diet. Obesity is a big factor for inflammation. Um, stress, emotional stress, so trying to manage especially expectation of others and others' expectation of you, a major stressor today with so much social media, texting, and email. Um, and, 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 of course, there's, uh, there's also uh, the microbiome, the bacteria that live in your gut. So uh, what you eat is important in, in managing those. Uh, but also hygiene, that our gums are a major source of infection, low-grade infection in the body that can cause chronic inflammation. You know, it's, we've only been living so long with gums that start to go for a short time, and uh, we underappreciate the effects that infection in our gums can have on the rest of our body heart disease, even Alzheimer's disease, diabetes, this is something else to think about. That would be dysbiosis, not just my, not your microbiome that's healthy for you, but when bacteria go awry in your body. I think you're right. I don't think most of us think of, uh, I, th I think that might have to do with the fact that we're not, you know, in the last 40 years, the average lifespan has really grown for people. So uh, would it be your opinion that that is part of the reason why we need to pay even more attention to uh, things like oral hygiene? Yeah, I mean, think about a city like London in the 19th century, um, as, as people live there and you don't, you know, the, the sewers are open, um, there's unsanitary conditions, and people would, you know, dying by 35, 40 years old uh, from infections. And you cover the sewers, and next thing you know, people are living until 50. <laughs> and last century, you know, infections are taking people out, antibiotics, and next thing you know, we're living until 60 and 70 and, 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 and armor to 80. Um, this century, we need to think about um, how to live with our microbiome and, and keep it balanced, but we also have to think about um, the fact that there are areas of our body that do start to decay, especially those that are open to, uh, exposed to open air, like our gums. And, um, you know, if you think about the amount of bacteria that can accumulate in your gums, and this is a, a systemic infection, this is bacteria that can spread to the whole rest of your body because they're in your mouth and you eat them. And it's something we don't think about. And so we're, we're spending a lot of time now in our lab ma mapping out where these bacteria in the gums go from your heart to your brain and what types of diseases they may be triggering because we're living long enough now for that to make a difference that, that, that our gums start to decay. And little things like this, that, that, beca that become very big issues, can make huge differences in our health. And it, and it, it all comes down to what, it ha what happens to our genes and our gene activity and turning that around is what we mean by supergenes, that when you manage this and have your genes work for you, then we say this is the term we use where you have supergenes. 
So in summary, um, first of all, fantastic book, gentlemen. I, I really enjoyed reading it. It really made me think differently about a lot of things. But in, in summary, really... Um, what we're talking about is making choices to influence the way our genes behave. And those choices are really making the right choices around diet, stress level, exercise, meditation, sleep, and controlling our emotions. And I think that when I look at those things, it, it really ties into what we talk about at Live Happy because these are all things that feed your overall well-being. So it's not just, a, for me, it's not just about influencing your genes. It's also feeding your overall sense of well-being you have as has have as a human which is uh, what we at live happy here are all about if you're happy your genes will be happy <laughs> i love that if we're happy our genes will be happy where can we find the book or more information about you and the book online i know the book's available in bookstores is there an online location you'd like us to send people if they want even more information about this yeah you can send them to deepakchopra.com and of course online bookstores are all there and uh, uh, rudy and i are doing uh, our own youtube videos so you can look up super genes on youtube as well uh, we are actually going to be putting up more videos and uh, and PBS. Rudy is doing a PBS show on Supergenes, which will start in a week. Oh, awesome. I'm looking for, I'll, I'll, I'll look for that. I'm looking forward to seeing it. Well, I want to thank both of you for your time today. Uh, I hope our listeners um, go read this book. It's way too much to cover in just a short 20-minute podcast, but we really uh, enjoyed having you on the show, and I hope to have you both back later. Thank you so much fascinating interesting stuff there and if you'd like a free introductory video about the book they wrote super genes you can go to livehappynow.com that is going to do it for this episode of live happy now but if you took anything away from it we want to know or if you have something you'd like to add we'd like to know that as well reach out to us on social media at twitter at live happy facebook.com slash live happy you can find us on instagram by searching my live happy or you can just send us an email podcast at livehappy.com. We would love to hear from you. For Deepak Chopra, Dr. Rudolph Tanzi, Deborah Heiss, I'm J.R. Houston saying so long, thank you, and remember to always live happy.